Welcome back to the third episode of the Undateable Girls. What's up, bitches? We're uh, really glad that you've come back yet a third time, and we're honestly pretty shocked. Because, um, Kelly, uh, how long did it take <laughs> did it take us to figure out how to get your mic working today? It's been a full forty eight hours. Full forty eight hours. The last two days now. Two days. We're at Wednesday night. We usually record on Tuesdays. But we had to postpone because um, Callie's a fucking moron. So it's actually really cool why my audio is not working. The other day, me and Gianna got to do finally, like, I don't know if you guys know this, that we do this apart. And we finally got to do it together. Long distance is hard. So hard. But in order to do it, we had to kind of, like, shut off each other's, like, mics on our laptops because we were next to each other. Like, it was making, like, weird, funny tech noises. So then when we come back to, like, film apart last night, we, um, anytime I plugged my mic in, I couldn't hear Gianna. Well, don't say, like, we, because, like, I figured my shit out real quick, and you did not. But to touch on what we did Saturday, do you want to tell them, G? Yeah, so we got together with our producer, Joe. <laughs> Shout out, and Joe. He does really cool film stuff. And he filmed us together. I like to call it our live show, even though it won't be live. So once that is all edited and fixed up, we can, we're going to do a bunch of promos and post that on our website. And according to our creative director and a creative marketing director, um, it was fucking amazing. So, like, what we did was, like, if you guys remember on our Instagram a few weeks ago, like, before the first episode, we, like, asked everybody kind of for, like, Things they'd want to hear us talk about. And, like, I think it was, like, more than one person said, like, like drunk AC stories and blackout stories. So we told basically our best, like, four or five, like, drunk stories. We each told, like, our own and then, like, some that we were both together for. So whoever requested those, you're going to be satisfied when that comes out. A satisfied customer. <laughs> like, this is a deli. But, uh, yeah, I mean, doing that was a – we basically on Saturday, like, both finished a bottle of wine during the podcast. And this was at, like – 8 p.m. So we still had a lot of night to go at this point. (laughs) We had a big night ahead. And we're uh, already like a bottle and a half deep. And then like there was still like pre-gaming to do after that. Yeah. So then we went to HQ in Ocean. But before we even got there, I ripped my skirt. (laughs) Getting into the Uber. Getting into the Uber because I guess I am thick with two C's um so not only was my skirt ripped but I decided to buy like a bodysuit what I thought was a bodysuit and it apparently was a big deal my bodysuit that I wore and let's address the bodysuit issue Gianna okay so it was (laughs) (laughs) see-through but I started the night off I had nipple covers but they were Sam's and like Sam has way bigger boobs than I do like, that's not hard to do. And her nipple covers, in quotations, were literally the size of my boob. <laughs> and they were, like, shiny. So, like, I wore them to Ocean. But then I was in the bathroom and I was like, hey, Callie, should I just take these off? And these two girls next to us were like, absolutely. So I, I honestly just... don't remember any of this. This is just in the bathroom. <laughs> we didn't get into the club yet. Like, and Callie doesn't remember. And so I just took them off. And so I continued posting stories, and so did Callie. 
but we got a lot of questions about a lot, of, a lot of feedback about um and it's so funny because like when people are saying it i'm like oh my god it's just like a like you know girls wear like lingerie looking bodysuits like that's in now so i'm like i don't know why everyone's making a big deal so in the next like i think it was like two days later it took me to, like fully sober up from that like a fucking event of a night and i'm zooming in on the picture of us and i'm like holy shit yon i can see your fucking <laughs> Like, I didn't think it was a big deal, but getting 15 messages about my nipple, apparently it was a big deal. Like, people were like, is that your nipple? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that would be it. Yep. So, vagina out, nips out for the boys. Honestly, it's 2019. If I can't have my nipples out, what can we have? Uh, <laughs> uh okay. So, realistic, uh, okay, but, like, realistically, I'm in a dark fucking club. No one can oh, see my yeah. nipples. It's definitely... And- it was the time and place for it, if that's what we're, like, trying to get at. That If there was anywhere you were going to wear that, it was the club. Everybody has them. It's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't, the, you know, the club gets really blurry for me. Um, I do have pictures of me taking the vodka straight to my face, so that could explain it. I feel it. like the thing with the club is, like, it's so hard because, like, when you're in the club, like, the odds that you're drinking, like, vodka or hard liquor are very high. And then it's so dark and it's like flashing lights and it's already kind of hard to know what's going on. And then when you add out being blacked out, like every time I wake up after the club, I'm like, all I remember is like flashing lights in my face. Like, I just, I don't know how you're supposed to remember the club. You can't even see what's going on. Also, like HQ is like, I'm like, is it a secret? Like, am I not supposed to know where it is? Because it took 15 minutes to get inside there. Literally the other day, me and Bristol were talking about HQ. And I'm like, I feel like that's the only club when I go to it, I don't leave and go to, like, another bar after. And she's like, because you don't know how to fucking leave. You're stuck there. <laughs> you literally, you have to go up eight elevator flights. Like, it's like a I, fucking maze to get out. The fact that we even got to a bar the other night after blows my mind. Because every time I'm there, I, I don't know how to get out at all. Somebody has to direct you. And, like, we had to take an Uber or something. How did any of us figure that out? I, again, I could not tell you. So we somehow ended up in Mountain Bar. Once again, my skirt is continuing to rip. Nipples are out. But I also took there. I didn't remember doing this, but I had pictures of it. I took like my glass from the club <laughs> and brought it to Mountain Bar with me. And only at Mountain Bar would, like, no one question that. You can walk up to the bar with that, and they'll be like, oh, like, another? Like, what the fuck? How did no one, like, all of 85 employees of HQ not stop me? No one in Ocean was like, where's this bitch going? Maybe that's not a good idea. And then what time do you think? I don't know. We got home, like, sometime. My phone was dead, and I was a mess, so I couldn't really tell you. Callie had a full-on, <laughs> what'd you call it? Like, a meltdown, a temper tantrum. But... Callie sobbed uncontrollably. We get home and, like, she's, like, scaring Darcy. Nobody would sleep with me. Because you're sobbing uncontrollably, like, throwing things. And you're like, why won't anyone sleep with me? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably exactly what I sat at, like, at four in the morning, too. And, like, slamming your door closed, opening it up and being like, why won't anyone sleep with me? Closing it again. (laughs) Like, I wonder why. That's actually hilarious. It's so true. It's literally me every time. I did this a few weeks ago. Like, I got really mad, and I was slamming the door and opening it and slamming the door and opening it, and Nat was like, you're so fucking dramatic. So dramatic. Like, you weren't mad at us. I don't know why. You had, like, misdirected anger. <laughs> that is needs to be taken care of in therapy. Yeah, because, like, you were crying over a boy who you definitely won't tell that you were mad at. <laughs> 
But you would love you like yell at me, Joe and Darcy, like innocent bystanders who got you home safely. You all were literally like silent too. Like nobody even yelled at me. Like you all just ignored it. <laughs> we're like so used to it. We're like, oh, this bitch again. Exactly. Nobody was phased. It was kind of scary. Also, like Darcy broke. I think it's underrated that like Darcy broke into your apartment with like my DJ's oh, VIP card. A fucking card. Like this is where I live, and it's not even like in sunrise. People would break in. Like this is my home. And <laughs> she did it like one swipe. But yeah, so that was to sum up our Saturday, which you're gonna see some of. I mean, you saw a lot of it on fucking Snapchat and Instagram. You, if you, you saw a lot of me. <laughs> but you're gonna see even more hopefully soon. The video is actually pretty fucking hilarious, so we can't wait for you guys to hear it. Producer Joe. But to move on again, so the, like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, the topics we've been doing have been ones that, like, people suggested they want to hear from us because, like, you know, like, we want to please the people. Like, we're really, like, we're no people one's... people pleasers. We're, we're no one special yet. So, like, whatever you guys want to hear, like, is the content we want to put out. So, Allie, again, if you... What? You don't think I'm special? Oh, my God. We go through this every week. Dead ass. So, if you ever want to hear something, like, just DM us and we'll talk about it because we're literally taking everything you guys say in consideration. And somebody said a few weeks ago that they would like to hear us talk about um, kind of, like, guy friends and hooking up with your guy friends and being in the friend zone, getting out of the friend zone. So, I thought this would be a good one for us to discuss because it's hilarious. And, and Kelly gets friend zone. I have a lot of experience in that. Maybe she'll take your own freaking advice. But I have not done it many times. I do think it's a line you should not really cross. I mean, I've only made out with guy friends. I'm here to say if you are fucking a guy friend, you're both of you are like you are have something in your subconscious you should talk about. I don't know if I could confidently fuck one of my guy friends and just act like everything's fine. You have too many feelings. No, exactly. I am somebody who has feelings, a lot of them. So maybe that's why I'm saying that. But like making out with one of your guy friends isn't a big deal because like me and Gianna, like Gianna literally said she makes out with people because she wants them to go away sometimes. <laughs> like making out with somebody isn't really like we're at an age where it doesn't really mean much. But like if you're sometimes fucking, you get bored, exactly. And you just need to kiss somebody, and your you're friend's like, there. Wasted. I could see that, and like like I've made out with like maybe, like, three or four of my guy friends may be able to, like, look the other way the next day. But, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't think fucking your guy friends is um smart, exactly. What would you think? I've done it. <laughs> I was, like, when I was in the shower, I was, like, thinking about, like, how we were going to go about this topic. And I was, like, as soon as I say that, it's going to be weird because I know Gianna's fucking my guy friends. Yeah. Do you think I, it's weird now? No. Well, I'm not, like, a weird, like, yeah. I don't. I'm not a weirdo. You don't have feelings, <laughs> what you mean? You fucking did? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a weirdo with feelings, so, like, I don't think it's weird. Would I recommend it to someone with feelings? No. Like, you couldn't handle it. Would you consistently fuck a guy friend? Like, if I'm bored. So you'd fuck him again? Yeah. <laughs> interesting <laughs> very, so, very interesting. sometimes you have an itch that you need to scratch and they'll scratch it for you yeah i could see that i guess i mean again feelings so i couldn't see it but i i mean there are 
listeners probably who don't have feelings. But my thing with like fucking a guy friend is like my like even if I like wasn't like I knew I wasn't gonna date or marry them. Do you think if like you were to like have kind of like a fuck buddy thing going with somebody, but then like they were like, look, I met somebody and I want to date them. Like, do you think you'd be like pissed? Like, I peed on that. That's mine. You know what I mean? Like territorial. <laughs> like, I feel like if I even if he was my friend, like if I was consistently. Well, like, I think it depends. Like, you wouldn't fuck some of your guy friends. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a special pocket for each person. There's a special and- guy friend that. We all have a guy friend in mind right now that we would fuck. Yeah. I, I think everybody can say that. <laughs> let us DM us and let us know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, but just be okay. So that kind of even further proves my thing. Like, having, like, so you have this guy that you'd fuck that you're friends with in a special pocket. Does that mean that that pocket can one day get, like, deeper you know what I mean because you apparently you already look at this guy differently than you look at your other friends so that already poses like a poisonous issue don't you think I feel like I'm on Dr. Oz getting interviewed (laughs) (laughs) I'm like seriously trying to get to the bottom of this because like (laughs) what was the question I wasn't listening (laughs) what the fuck else were you doing I was like damn it I'm getting grilled right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have headphones on and you're still not listening. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I think it's kind of, like, risky to think, like, so you just said, like, that everybody has a special guy friend they'd fuck. You already have this guy in a separate category than your other guy friends. So I feel like that, like, places, like, potential risk on, like, well, if he's already higher up on the list than my other guy friends, can it go even higher to where I like him? Like, you're already separating him from other guys. Like, I, I guess like there's always that potential but I don't I don't personally think of it like that but I'm not a human <laughs> I also think like not to be like annoying but like that whole like oh like I, my uncle always says because he's like oh you have all these guy friends like you're gonna end up married to one of them one day like that's how it happens and I'm like yeah on fucking freeform and Disney channel like I think when you have a guy on that friendship level for a long time like I don't think you have to like everyone's like oh you always fall in love with your best friend like no, you don't. Like, I just, I don't think that. What's that guy from Hannah Montana's name with the helmet ha- haircut? Oliver? Yeah, like, Oliver and Hannah Montana are never fucking. Exactly. Like, I think, like, that's so, like, overrated. Like, oh, like, you and him are close now, but one day you're going to fall in love. No. See, but now I'm also having thoughts, like, this is um PG-17. But, like, once you have a dick in your mouth, like, you can't go back. Like, there's a line you've crossed. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, you're saying you can have sex with your guy friend, but you can't give him head? No, no, I'm saying, like, that's the line. No, am I confusing myself? Like, I'm saying, like, I won't catch feelings, but I think, like, once you've hooked up with your guy friend, like, I'm saying, make out's different. Like, you can do whatever. Yeah. But I feel like once you put his dick in your mouth, you've crossed a line. No, yeah. No. That is complete. Because I just pictured putting any of my guy friend's dicks in my mouth, and I'm sick <laughs> to my, I'm sick to my <laughs> stomach. No. If, okay. So, ladies or gentlemen, if you put their genital in your mouth, you are no, you are no longer, like, you're no longer just friends. You've oh, opened yeah. a can of worms, and that can of worms is a dick. No, I completely can agree with that. I think 
I just think you have to put yourself like put it in your shoes. Like I'm just picturing that personally, and I literally cannot imagine. I like, yeah, yeah. I'm right. That was a good one, G. That was a really good one. High five. But for those people who feel like they're in the friend zone, can you really ever get out of the friend zone? Is the question. Well, I think the problem with friend zone is like, have the has this person ever made a move on you? Like, really shown that they are actually interested in, like, pursuing something further with you than a relationship, like or a friendship. are you so close to them that you're mistaking their, like, serious friendship with signs because you're kind of into it? Like, I feel like being in the friend zone is difficult because, like, you obviously feel really close to that person and you know everything about them. And, I like, I feel like I was in a position where I started to kind of have feelings for a friend and I was taking, like, his, like kind of like the things that he always did as a friend I started to like think into it too much and be like well he calls me all the time and he does this this and this but like we always did that but because I was starting to develop feelings I was like mistaking his friendship feelings for real feelings and when you do that you really fuck it all up like we literally don't talk anymore are you talking about who I think you're talking about yeah you know exactly what I'm talking about okay but this has also been going on for seven years and like I think this is a different situation because you guys have had this conversation where like he tells you that's not going to go any further and then you both and and then you both we're we're not thinking you're you're thinking you're talking about Chris Accardi that's not who I'm talking about so I'll just I'll go more into depth no who you're talking about (laughs) I'm, okay, Chris Cardi is the only male name that we're ever going to say on air before we start scaring people away. Okay. Like, I was really good friends with this person for, like, two or three years. To a, on a be- Like, we got to a best friend level. And then... Oh! <laughs> idiot. And the last few months of our friendship, things got tangled. But I think it was more on my end that feelings were being developed. And I was kind of just being, like, led astray almost. Okay, I hate this fucking guy. <laughs> like, if, if I ever see him again, he's getting punched right in the throat. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie What Happens in Vegas? Yeah, you I know just, what you did. You know what you did. That's all I'm going to do. Like, punch him and be like, you know what you fucking did. But I think that's a really good example of, like, when one person on the friendship just takes the friendship, like, takes everything the other person's doing, like, way too, like, in their, like, you're too in your head about it. Like, it could have just been a friendship, but I got in my head, and I think a lot of people do that, and that's why, like, friend zone and being in the friend zone is, like, kind of fucking confusing. Well, I also think you guys had a weird fucking friendship. Yeah. I and he also sucks. And how many times? times did we have to tell you like he's not a good guy this isn't someone you want to invest in and you put all of your eggs in his basket and guess what he didn't have a fucking fucking basket basket. (laughs) thank you he didn't even have a basket and then a fucking basket he he, like kind of also ghosted you like not only did he friend zone you but he ghosted (laughs) you and like disappeared and then like had a girlfriend two days later and a dog that happens to me so fucking much. Maybe it's you. It has to be. Like maybe he had a he had a basket for somebody else, but he had no basket for me. Maybe instead of like interviewing me about how I sleep with my friends, um, <laughs> <laughs> we could turn this into therapy for you. <laughs> All right. So you can honestly say you've never felt friend zone. 
No, I'm also like, I feel like I'm not an example to use. I'm not a human being. Okay, have you ever friend zoned? You definitely have. Every girl has friend zoned. It's like every, it's what we're known for. Yeah, I guess then. Yeah, I have. I'm thinking. Well, I'll straight up, my, I think the difference between me and you is like, I'll straight up be like, I am not interested. Like I, oh, we'll have to talk about this. First of all, PSA. I don't understand what about this podcast called The Undateable Girls oh, yeah. has made guys come out of the fucking woodwork and, like, ask us out on dates. Ask us for our number. I literally, someone asked me out and I literally replied, no, thank you, at two in, in the morning. Like, it's just like, like, we weren't very dateable, like, before this, but then we literally started an entire brand on The Undateable Girls. And now y'all want to fucking ask us on dates? No. Why are you trying to ruin what we're creating right now? Like, no offense. It just shows how dumb the male species yes. is. That, like, yes. we literally created something that's telling you everything wrong with us. And, like, how you don't want to date us. And how we're kind of disgusting. And how we're also just not fucking interested. And you ask us out? Like, I, I'm the fucking meme of the lady, like, trying to figure out the calculations. Because it's not adding up to me. I literally said, like, had a guy say to me, just listen to the podcast. Ha ha. So great. What's your number? I was like, what part of this did you not fucking understand? Literally. And I hope you're still listening to the podcast. I know, and, I, and I will not be mad if you, like, unfollow me, block me, stop listening. Like, I don't care, like, if this one guy does. Because I think it's so, it's so fucking weird to me for you to listen to all this and, like, physically read the name of it and then have the fucking nerve to try and, like, go out with us yeah i i honestly don't know what to say you're clearly not listening well <laughs> oh not good listeners ironic this is a podcast you have one job <laughs> listen maybe practice some more keep keep listening maybe like it's some kind of like therapy like diversion therapy where like you just constantly listen to our podcast until you figure out that we don't want to fucking date you and you don't want to date us one day we'll get the point across one day. One day. Yeah. I was going to, like, like think of, like, how, like advice for, like, I, like, on how to get out of the friend zone. But I've never even successfully done it to give I advice. My advice would just be, like, be honest. Have a conversation. I don't think people have co- real conversations anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think if you just, like, tell someone how you feel and then then you'll know if you'll never know unless you try right that was like like i honestly like my heart just like bubbled like i needed to hear that (laughs) no but it's so true like i feel like you can be like annoying and play a bunch of games and post other people on your story to piss them off or go out and ignore them but like just fucking be honest and upfront and either you'll know or you won't you dragged out that friend zone that you're talking about for years when all you needed to do was have a fucking five-minute conversation, and yeah. it could have been solved. But you never had that until you got your feelings hurt. But, like, in <sighs> reality, you didn't have to have your feelings hurt at all. I played myself. You literally played yourself. <laughs> so like- my advice to get out of your friend zone is just have an honest conversation. And either you find out that, like, they're not interested, or you, and you continue having your friendship. And or positive, they feel the same exact way. And then you guys can make out. (laughs) Then you guys can make out and fuck. 
that was good, Jay. That was really good. Let us know if my advice works. If it doesn't, it's actually so up. funny because the other day one of my guy friends like said to me like he was like I like we were talking about all the different podcasts there are out there because like one of our friends was, like oh I don't listen to them we were like oh my god they have one for everything like you have to listen and he was like I wish they had one for getting out of the friend zone and it, I was like oh my god that I was like somebody said like talked about like guy friends and hooking up with guy friends and dating guy friends and I'm like that is such a perfect fucking topic. And then I sat down and I'm like, I really like, I have experience on it, but not good experience. So I was hoping you would, and you kind of just did. So good job. Well, I'm just putting this podcast on my back. <laughs> really carrying the team here. Yeah. So my advice to hooking up with friends, only do it with certain friends. You can't do, like, you have to think about it before you do it. Don't just act. And if you do have like, you're drunk and you make out and you find it a little weird. Just fucking talk about it. This is my advice for everything. Just talk about it. Have a conversation. Move on. Nobody talks about anything anymore. You want to slide into our DMs? Someone who didn't get out of the friend zone. Oh my god. The way we transition every week. <laughs> I'm, I'm warming up my hands. People Go that off. didn't get I, out of the friend zone. I know you've been waiting for this. Go off. The Bachelor. I fucking hate hometowns. It's okay. Like, there's two. First of all, every episode of The Bachelor is awkward, but the worst two episodes of the entire season are the first episode because everyone's weird as fuck and all the entrances like make me want to crawl out of my own body. Like, I have an outer body of experience and like I just have secondhand embarrassment for all these people. And episode number two is Hometowns, which is like, can we not get these families involved? Yeah. Why these, are we involving the families? People, these poor they didn't people. Sign, they did not sign up for this. And they're all so clearly uninterested that it's painful. Like, so we start the episode, we go to Virginia with Kayla. And first of all, I'm confused. Like, maybe someone in a pageant can answer me. But how is she Miss North Carolina in Virginia. Yeah, that was um that I think was, she cheated. That was like the like it's not adding up like mathematician girl meme like that was that. Like how is she from Virginia but Miss and she went to college in Virginia but she's Miss North Carolina. I don't get yeah, it. No, it makes zero sense. I mean, I'll move on from it, but I don't get it. Um can we talk about our sweet stepdad? Oh my god. Okay, well, Caitlin brings Caitlin around her town in a horse-drawn carriage, which apparently <laughs> did you expect anything less? It, apparently, it's still 1792 in Virginia. And You're surprised. Can we talk about how they pass? Like she goes, "Oh, my mom used to draw blood there." <laughs> All right, what they the pass- fuck else do you do in Virginia? I. What do you mean? I feel like chur butter. Oh, good one, Dave. But, like, why are you t- like, maybe you could have been, like, hey, my mom works there. Yeah. My mom draws blood there. Like, are you a fucking vampire? There's a million better things she could have said. And Wait, like, Kayla, you didn't, what? can we, I just need to say this. I meant to say it and I forgot. Why does every episode start with him taking a shower? Every episode. Every because single one. I mean, all Colton really has to offer us is, like, his body. He's, like, his 6'5 muscular body. I don't mind the, sh- the scenes, you know? 
Go on. Because, like, throughout the episode, you, it just, like, makes you not like him. So yeah. if they have to remind me by showing me naked him naked in a shower, like, I'm not mad at it. I don't get it, but I'm not mad. It's literally every episode he's in a shower. Maybe he's a shower. Maybe he has a bed. No, what I'm not, what I want to know. <laughs> what? Like, is he naked? And there's just a cameraman? Or, like, well, is he wearing underwear? Let us see the package. Give me a show. Show me the pepper. Okay, I'm no. done now. I'm done being right. inappropriate. Back to Kaylin in Virginia. Okay, so Kaylin brings her to, oh, fun fact, they don't always use the people's real houses. So this was actually not her home. I don't know whose house this was. It's apparently like a famous house in Virginia that they went to. Um, anyway, we meet her sweet stepdad. Apparently her dad's not in the picture. And John, her stepdad, has been in her life forever. And he is the sweetest man. What a softy. I love how she's like, she's saying, she's like, it's not my father's blessing you need. It's John's. It was so cute. And it then, cute. like, their conversation that she had with him was like, you are my father. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so scripted by ABC, but still so adorable. Like, he loved that. You know, he loved that. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, such a little dork, and I loved it. And, like, her mom wasn't really there. I don't know. what. How did you feel about her whole hometown? I was just like, meh. Eh. I mean, it was, like, what could, like, what could they have done? It was Virginia. <laughs> They also, like, watched, like, a movie, a home movie on, like, a projector. Mm-hmm. But, but they were, like, standing on top of the stairs. It was very odd. <laughs> and then Kaylin tells him that she is in love with him. And he just goes, mm-hmm. I, like, I mean, I know they're not supposed to, like, express that back. But, like, it's so fucking awkward. It's so awkward and like literally last episode he said that he was falling in love with her and then come, this now. Episode, come now and like so what happened in an episode you don't like her anymore and it just makes everyone feel uncomfortable yeah like I was just like eh, eh. okay so then we go to Alabama Hannah and we look like so Hannah she is cute they have to give her cute. Yeah, well, like, haven't given her any airtime. Like, we this was our first episode we've ever heard her speak. I know. Like, I this whole time, I've just thought she had nothing going on up there. But I just think they give her no airtime. Yeah, like, we saw her rapping at the end, which not only made me uncomfortable, but, like, clearly she has a personality. Definitely. We just haven't seen it. I always think it's odd what they show us and what they don't. Like, also, fun fact. Apparently, Hannah B. comes back when... He visits, he's from Alabama as well. Two Hannah's from Alabama. And meets up with Colton and has a conversation with him about him sending her home. But that never made air. It was in all the previews, but it never made air, which I find interesting. And I would love to see the footage, ABC. They'll email that to you right away. Right away. girls at gmail.com. Thank you. Would you, like, uh, agree with me? Like, I feel like Hannah G, like, doesn't, like, show a lot of feelings. Well, her sister said that, or whoever those women were. They said, like, they've never seen her have, like, feelings for somebody before. 
Interesting. Can we talk about the um, etiquette class? So Hannah takes him to an etiquette class, which like Southern gentleman, baby. If I ever want to, they would probably kick me out on the street. It would be like, have you ever seen the video of like Cardi B like trying to learn like etiquette? Like that would be it. <laughs> so like they make him walk with a book on his head, which he does like really well. My head's not flat. Like I don't get how people can walk with a book on their head. It's lumpy. You know, as a preemie, my head didn't fully deformed. I cannot believe. I'm a sharer. Um, and then the bread. This woman asked Colton to show her how he eats bread and butter. And Colton does it like a normal human being. And she says, no, you're supposed to eat it like this. She takes the littlest piece of bread, rips it. And she says, you have to individually put the butter on this individual piece of bread and take one bite of it. It's really a fucking nightmare. You know how I eat my rolls whole? You don't even want to see. You don't want to see us eat. You Especially Cali. Yeah, you Callie literally don't want to see. <laughs> you do not want to see me eat at all. You'll actually want to ask her out on a date anymore. Maybe, don't, maybe don't we should post a video of that. Maybe we should post a video of you eating and then people will leave us alone. Actually, uh, continue, continue to ask us out so we can use it for content. Dude, the more dates, the better, actually. I don't know why I'm being a bitch. Self-sabotage for content. I'm being a bitch because just my personality. You know, maybe something happened in my childhood that formed me this way. Let's call my psychiatrist. She won't call me back. (laughs) Been there, done that. Well, this got sad. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Hannah brings him home. I think it was like a cute... She has like a cute family. It was a cute day. It was cute. She's cute. Um... And then we go to Tasha's hometown, which, how the fuck is she here? Am I uh, sleeping on her? Like, I don't get how she got to hometown. They have, like, a weird connection that I can't really, like, address or explain, but, like, it's there. I, I think, like, he likes her because she's the only one that, like, really pushes him. Yeah, she literally does. I mean, they, li- they literally went bungee jumping. <laughs> Quite literally. So... Tasha takes him skydiving, which, like, I would have left. I I would say, like, I won't mind when I die. But I won't jump out of a plane. I don't like planes in general. I'm probably not going to jump out of one anytime soon, especially, like, paying for it. Like, why am I paying to risk my life when I do it all the time? How about his, like, weird prayer where he, like, talked about, like, I still have to lose my virginity. <laughs> Oh my god. He was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I still have to lose my virginity. I was like, oh, like, come, come on. One more time. You know, you know, like, he's definitely going to have the birds and the bees talk with Chris Harrison. Oh. Come on. Um. So, Tasha brings him home to her family. Her little brother is the cutest thing. Like, let's give him a spinoff show. Stop. Do you agree? Yeah. He was so cute. Yeah. Her her dad was less than thrilled to meet Colton. I've never, I feel like out of all of them, like that was the most awkward. It was so awkward. Colton asked him if he could have his blessing to that ask. That said no. Can I finish my sentence? Sorry, go ahead. Colton asked Tasha's dad if he could have his blessing to ask Tasha to marry him. 
And he straight up said, no. No. Just no. He was like, I don't know you. He was like, Colton was shocked. He's like, you're dating three other girls, and I don't know you. (laughs) He said, he said a quote that, that, like, really everyone should use. He said, relationships aren't, like, microwaves. You can't just heat them up real fast. Oh, fire. Straight fire. And clearly his dad is less, this dad is like less than happy that his daughter went on this show. He's like, you just put this family through a divorce and now you're going to go on this fucking show. Seriously, like probably the most realistic parent that I've ever seen on this show. I liked him a lot. He scared me. Literally kind of shook me, but I liked him. But then he has a conversation with Tasha, and she batted her little eyes at her dad. And he told Colton before he left that he could ask her to marry him. Because ABC paid him (laughs) $5,000. To say so. (laughs) And then we go to Huntington Beach with Cassie because, like, where else would this girl be from? I literally, when me and Marissa are watching, I'm like, where fucking else would she be from? (laughs) Literally looks like a California girl. Right out of Hollister. Literally. I think she worked there. Um, they go surfing, which, like, Colton was in the NFL. He seems like an athletic guy. He could not, he could not surf. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't drown. I feel like lanky people surf, though. And, like, he's not lanky. Like, he's, like, 250 pounds of meat. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. So, I think Colton hit his head when he was surfing, and... He pretty much begs Cassie to tell him how she feels. And she was like, I don't know how I feel. And I'm not going to tell you. It's kind of a mood. And he was like, okay, but I love you. <laughs> Can you please tell me that you love her? Like, he, he, I think he likes her the most just because she doesn't like him back. And that's exactly how that works. I need to take that, like, I need to, like act on that more like every single girl that's left has said that they're falling in love with him and the one girl that's like i'm not falling in love with you he's like please 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 it just goes to show you always want what you cannot have we're all stupid i'm literally folding my arms but you can't see it i'm mad anyway we go we go and meet cassie's family which looks like they're from like california magazine Mm mm-hmm Fun fact, her sister um, is dating Greg Sulkin, a.k.a. the werewolf boy from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, shit. Yeah, so apparently they're a bunch of thirst monsters. <sighs> Sigh. Anyway, her sister like and her have like a really sad conversation. And her sister pretty much is like, I know this guy is not for you, and I know you don't feel it. And Cassie's like, uh-huh. Things you don't want to hear. <laughs> and then has a really bad conversation with her dad, where her dad pretty much just calls her a stupid bitch. It's super fucking, like, tense. Like, I was tense, like, listening to it. Like, her family was mad. Yeah, no, that wasn't the best. Colton also asked her dad if he could have his blessing to ask Cassie to marry him, and her dad said no. Perfect. And he didn't change his mind. He was like, no. Yes, that that ain't it. Like, this hometown did not go well. And pretty much before he left, he was like, okay, Cassie, like, I need to know how you feel about me. And she was like, 
I can't tell you. I don't know how I feel, and I don't want to say something and not mean it. And so she's the only girl left that hasn't said I love you. And is the only girl that he doesn't know how she even feels or if she even wants to be there. And so we go to the rose ceremony, and what does he do? Fucking gives her a rose. Gives her a rose. Sends Caitlin home. And, like, he asks to walk her out. She's, like, hysterically crying. She's auditioning for The Bachelorette right now. (laughs) And he says absolutely nothing. Yeah. She was, like, a mess. She is literally sobbing in his arms, like, breaking down. And he doesn't say one word. Not one word. Just, like, at least say, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was fucked. Literally nothing. Puts her in a car and pieces out. I'm here for Kayla being the next Bachelorette. I'm not. Why? You don't want to see Furby anymore? Okay, like... I... I'm on Hannah B's side. Oh, okay. Like, I do believe that Kaylin has a mean streak. We kind of see it when she calls Tasha a, a stupid bitch last episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not. And, I, and like, all, all the girls are really close to Hannah B. And, like, I don't believe that all these girls would make up this stuff about Kaylin saying that she wants to be the bachelorette. I, if it wasn't true. If it wasn't true. And, like, I think, like, the way she reacted really shows her true colors. You know what I mean? Like, she flipped the fuck out. Yeah. I don't believe her, and I don't trust her, and I think she, I think all the stuff Hannah B said about her was true. I think she's a little fake. I just get, like, a weird vibe from her. I'm, like, I'm a vibe person, and I just don't, there's something off. I would ask you what you see happening next week, but I know that, well, we both know, so we're not even going to bother. Yeah, I think it also doesn't help, like, that I do know what happens. Yeah. So, like, I think it's funny seeing all, like, the positivity about certain contestants when, like, I know it goes down. Yeah. And they did record the Women Tell All, and stuff does go down with Kaylin. Um, and also, just a fun fact, that usually the person that gets sent home third, like, after overnights, is at the Women Tell All, but... Hannah G, Tasha, and Cassie are all not there, which I think is interesting as well. So mm. we'll see. Who do you want to be the Bachelorette? Me? Mm-hmm. Chloe Kardashian. That's not going to happen. Then. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they can. They could not afford Chloe Kardashian. I mean, like I like I like Hannah G. I think she's cute. I like Hannah G. They're going to have to, like, really do something with her for, like, the next episodes, though, for, like, yeah. people to get behind that. Not that they even give a fuck who we like anymore. They just choose whoever they want. I feel like more so they do that with the guys, though. I think because all the guys suck and there's never enough choices. <laughs> I kind of think that they might go in the vault for this one. I, I, might, I think they might give us a throwback. Ooh, like who? Like, Danielle Maltby from Nick Vile season. I have to Google her. Um, Or, like, Mike Fleiss always tweets, like, cryptid things, like, the creator of The um, Bachelor, and he he said he was going to clarify who The Bachelorette's going to be soon, but he spelled it clarify as in, like, Claire. 
Like I used to really like that. I used to like Danielle. She was like the one that I liked on that season. Yeah. So I could see her being the Bachelorette. I wouldn't be mad if it was Hannah G. I want it to be Hannah B, but I know it's not going to be. Mm. What? What was that sigh? I think Hannah. I don't B's- know. Like. I feel like she's relatable. She's a dork. She's kind of weird. I think she'd be fun to watch. I know. She also, I don't know. When she does that weird, like, raw thing, she gives it. Okay, you know, producers are like, do that. <laughs> yeah, you're not, not wrong. I, I know they won't do this, but I'm here for Demi as Bachelorette, too. Entertain me Ooh. all year long. Okay, so we'll move on to more turbulent romances. Oh, you're, the you're- cave. Your favorite show. I love they, the key. They really delivered for us yesterday. Yes, it was like the best. I mean, it's only been a few weeks, but the best episode of the season. It was really good because it was, it was so just like a good. Perfect. Sometimes the key like gets a little boring, like in the middle. It was just straight fire. The whole like 30 minutes the show's on because it goes to commercial every five fucking minutes. Oh my God. They have to do something about that. I know you you can get more content. Just get more fucking content. I know that there is more content that you're deciding to cut out. Exactly. For your dumb commercials. Like, give it to me. Or at least yeah. put them up online. You know I don't have a life. So how does this episode start out? It's Amanda and Juliet are out to eat. And Juliet says that she oh. goes to Alex's house and finds two girls in just a thong and a t-shirt in Alex's bed. And so she rips off the covers and sees these two, who I can only assume are hoes, in his bed. But Alex did not sleep in the bed. He slept upstairs. That's what he said. Apparently. He was in the room when she found them. But, um, I will say, like... Do you trust anything he says? But what two people besides Juliet would fuck Alex is my thing. Like, maybe one girl, but, like, he found... He got a threesome. You want me to believe he got a threesome? He's fucked half the show. What do you mean? Kelsey, Madison, Juliet, Amanda. All dumb. Yes, yeah, so you don't think there's other two dumb girls out there that sees that he's on this show? Wait, and last night, I can't even think of anything more accurate. Gianna goes, like, there's literally, like, nine guys in all of Siesta Key. There's only and, nine guys, apparently. And you see all of them on every episode. Like, there's no other men for people to hook up with in Siesta Key. Like, it's ridiculous. I can, o- I can only assume that they, they all have to recycle these trash-ass men. So then what happens? They all go on a boat and go to, a, like, a little sandbar party. Juliet says she's not going. And so Chloe and Amanda confront Alex and basically say that, like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, fucking, like, I love how, like, they're all on the boat. And, like, they're all, like, oh, let's all talk about Juliet's business, even though half of us on here are really close with her. So they're all, like, airing Juliet out, and then Kara's just, like, sitting there in a corner. I hate Kara. I cannot stand her face. First of all, never trust a girl that wears bottom eyeliner. Yeah, she's, like, the definition of that bullshit. I can't stand her and her dumb voice. Like, I would have drowned her. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, we're on the sandbar. And everyone's yelling at Alex, and Alex is like, oh, this is bullshit. I, I love her. And they're like, all right, well, fucking act like it. And lo and behold, out in the distance on a little fucking boat, doesn't Juliet come strolling in with who, like, who the fuck was she with? All of her friends were on that fucking sandbar. <laughs> so there's two was- girls. I'm like, who are they? <laughs> 
And then she strolls in. Lo and behold, she gets super drunk really fast. She needs to, like, learn her limits still, apparently. Because she just gets to a point where she just sobs. Yep. Every time. Every time. Maybe you should listen to that advice as well. I at least have some good nights. When's the last time Juliet's had a good fucking night? We haven't seen one air. And my thing, too, is, like, girls, like, don't understand, like, how easy it is. Like, if she just even, like, spoke to another male flirtatiously for 15 seconds, Alex's balls would fucking drop. She's well, too he fucking was available. He was literally mad that she was talking to girls. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this true. is fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, why, out. why are you mad? He goes, he needs to go to anger management. Meanwhile, Paulie's on the fucking boat eating a bag of popcorn. And so Alex goes up to Juliet, like, literally grabbed her, won't let her go, and he's so much bigger than her. She's so tiny. He looks like Shrek, we decided. Human he's, version of Shrek. He's Shrek, Donkey is Paulie, and Juliet is Fiona. So accurate. The whole cast. Um, and then she immediately is like, I miss you so much. I miss you so much. You're right. She makes herself way too available. Like, honestly. Oh, play it off, dude. Play hard to get. It's been like two days. She'd be like, I miss you so much. I'm like, bruh. Do you? What do you miss about him? Please I'd, tell me. I'd love to know. Like, I can't even watch this dude on TV. So yeah, she's and, sobbing to him and he's like hugging her and they don't get like, She's like, I need to go. I know. Like I for a second I had faith in her. She gets on the boat with her friends and they're all clapping and he's all pissed off. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Juliet. Like But then he goes put your dick on the table. That's what I want to fucking see. And then he goes on the boat and he goes, I can fuck whoever I want. All like, right, go go ahead. Go ahead. We're fucking over it. He, he was like, I love her so much, but I can fuck whoever I want. Like, okay, dude, issues. you're not making your, you're not making your point any stronger here. Literally has issues. So then I'm like flash over to fucking this bullshit with Madison and Ben and fucking Tawny the fucking twat. I'm going to call her for the rest of the fucking season. She's disgusting. You literally know what you're doing. So Madison's boyfriend has apparently been like Snapchatting and texting this girl, which I have no doubt like she is enabling it a hundred percent and like initiating it, but he's a hundred percent at fault as well. Oh yeah, I I've seen screenshots to prove it. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean on TV, yes. Um, and then. Chloe texts Kara because Kara, Gary, Ben, and Tawny and Canvas are all at this bar together. And Chloe, thinking that she can trust this bottom island or bitch, texts Kara and is like, hey, just keep an eye on Ben for me because he's been like texting this girl. Because and so Canvas what fucking rats her own friend out over lunch to fucking. Chloe has everyone's fucking tea on this fucking. Literally. Like, her phone must ring off the hook because everybody's just constantly telling her shit. Everyone's like, hey, let's get lunch so I can, like, spill out everyone's fucking tea to you. Like, she knows everything. Her hair is full of secrets. <laughs> um, so then immediately, Kara tells Garrett. Immediately. Garrett immediately tells Ben. Hey, Chloe's texting Kara saying that. 
um, to spy on you. Absolutely no time is wasted here. Literally, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, fuck you, Garrett. Fuck you, Kara, you fucking moron. But at the same time, like, 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 Ben tries to, like, play it off and then go to fucking mess. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, Tawny's been, like, texting me. Like, you are a fucking skeezball. Skeezy. She's, like, sleazy as hell. She literally, like, she looked, like, me, when we were watching this the other day last night, like, me and my roommate, I was like, she looks like the type of bitch I would not want around my boyfriend. Like, I would go, like, to, like, if I was still in college and, like, she had a class with him or something, I would take one look at her and be like, that's the one girl I don't fucking want around my boyfriend. She just looks like she'd fuck your boyfriend. She literally looks like she'd fuck your boyfriend. Like, she's not remotely attractive. She, I always say she looks like fucking, you know, do you know Andrea Russett? She looks like Andrea Russett got, like, fucking, like, struck by lightning. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's terrible. And then, like, wears brown lipstick. It's not your color. That's nobody's color. No, she really is the worst. And then, like, I, like, first of all, like, I already have an issue that she fucking played canvas. Like, you don't make out in the club passionately, like, kind of sober with your friend. And then the next day, be like, oh, I'm not into girls. And then just start trying to fuck somebody else's boyfriend. Like, it's just not a good look. Literally. Not a good look. She's not a good look. So now, I don't know. I mean, Ben's clearly a scumbag, so we'll see where that goes. Well, Ben confronts Chloe. And, like, starts yelling at Chloe at the beach. And she's like, I'm not going to be attacked right now. Thank you. Next. (laughs) (laughs) That was a whole... Aside from Juliet screaming, you cheat on me a million fucking times, that was one of the best lines of this episode. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love the way she talks. Thank you. But then, like, Kara does the dumbest thing I've ever seen and, like, rats herself out. She, like, asks Chloe to talk and is like, I know you think that I did this. And she's oh, like, I did it. <laughs> well, I did it. And Chloe's like, well, duh, I'm, I only texted you. Literally a sociopath. <laughs> like, what i didn't do it they're in minor business she's like by the way i know that you know that i lied so let's talk about it like maybe that's the mature thing to do but like you're a fucking sociopath well she goes well i didn't she said that i didn't tell ben garrett did so she told garrett so she lied (laughs) you're not even a good liar what i don't understand is like this is all being recorded do you not realize that (laughs) Like, the truth will get out in about, like, six months. And then at the end of the episode, like, Ben meets with Madison and it's like, hey, this girl has been texting me and I've been really uncomfortable. You don't think this girl is going to rat you out too, dude? Yep. Like, yep. She, she has screenshots. I'm letting you know. I've seen them. She has receipts. <laughs> she has receipts. You're dumb and you're going to be called out soon, so wait for it. But then our dumb, dumb Juliet goes to a fancy ass dinner with Alex which I was really hoping that she would get her like $50 steak dinner and like I did out. I said get your free meal and go and she did not by the end of this dinner she like played a good fight for a little bit but it was clearly like all acting because what I don't understand is like they get back together by the end of that dinner and I'm like but what about that conversation like made you want to get back together yes, I saw nothing good occur there like, she's like, you don't treat me right. You've cheated on me a million times. And then he's like, well, do you want to get back together? And she's like, yes. 
It's it like, was actually, I literally at the end was like, no. I was looking around like, am I being punked? Well, then they showed like a preview and it was like, she was crying t- and yelling at him again. Like, maybe this isn't healthy. This is like, this whole season is like, it, it's like, messy. It's, yeah, it's everybody's shitty relationships. When, when Kelsey was like, I cheated on Garrett with Alex. That was amazing. And everybody, everybody did like the Pikachu face. <laughs> Nobody, everyone was like, uh. Did you really just say that? Bitch, what? Okay, so that was our show. I hope you um take my advice and go for your friend. Um, or take my advice and don't put a dick in your mouth. Is that the advice to not put one in your mouth? Well, like, you know, they'll understand, I hope. But I seriously do want to say if you guys have anything you want to hear us talk about, that is what our Instagram DMs are for. Because, like, we want to deliver what you want to hear. Like, we don't want to tell you what you want to hear. We want you to tell us what you want to hear. We give the people what they want. Sometimes. I hope this is what you wanted. Apparently not always because I'm still single. Um, Are you going to cry yourself to sleep? I'm fine. Everything's fine. But, no, seriously, thank you for tuning in for a third week. Like, we do not deserve you guys. And our, our video that's lit IF is coming soon. So stay tuned, yep. guys. So stay tuned. See we you love next you. week.